Hey everyone, I'm Sierra. And I'm Elijah. And this is Nomadic Nomadic Living. Living. A new weekly podcast all about seasonal working and the interesting folks you meet along the way. So join us each week as we interview new guests to learn all about them and their personal experiences with seasonal work. Thank y'all so much for listening. And now let's get into this week's show. Paul today, who is a chef too, or cook too, or something along those lines here at the Pisgah Inn. I would say um, cook too, yeah. Cook too? Cook too. That's what I thought. I knew you had some kind of title there. So he is actually one of the, I say one of the, other than the management, he is the first living being we met here at Pisgah, which is a fun story we may get into oh, here in a bit. Oh, God. That <laughs> night was epic, yeah. Anyways, we'll get into that. <laughs> So you're a cook too here at Piskin. Actually, go ahead. What? What? Go ahead and tell them your experiences that night. Oh, that night. Oh, yeah, I forgot my key. <laughs> I come home from work. Yeah, forget my key, and it's like fuck. So, oh, you're good. You're fine. Need to say that. I felt like <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're fine. You're fine. We won't cuss, but you're good. You do your thing. We try our best. So we probably will. <laughs> no, but yeah, that night I come into the, uh, come up the hill. I usually snuck in this door anyways. I kept it unlocked for a reason because I had <laughs> lost my key, actually. It wasn't I forgot it. I lost it. And I didn't want my, well, get to him in a minute. Um, mm-hmm. Roommate. Roommate, yes. But I'll get to him in a minute. Uh, but, uh, yeah, didn't want him to know. So I come up. It's like, I see I see the lights on. I'm like, going on here right <laughs> okay somebody lives here uh what do i do uh, i'm their neighbor so knock on the door you didn't know me from adam but yeah. that's all right knock on the door it's like yeah i live next door um lock forgot i said it to you i forgot yep but i actually lost it <laughs> so funny. i didn't even want to i it took me a couple of days to actually um, go to Matt, which is the maintenance guy of this fine establishment where I'm yep. right now. Uh, but uh, yeah, go up, finally go up to him, get a key. So it was like, okay, yeah, not gonna do this anymore. <laughs> but yeah, but later, he, he scared me too. Night, I got a little crazy, but that I don't need to talk about because that's just, <laughs> that's that's something else that was talking that night. <laughs> Anyways, anything else? Yeah, that's so that's how we met Paul. <laughs> yeah. And to, to paint the picture a little bit, so I, we've said on past episodes, but basically the way the rooms are set up here at Pisgah, you have your own little tiny little bedroom, and there's a bathroom that you share with people on the other side. And so Paul is who we share our bathroom with. So he is like our suite mate, um, which has been great. But yeah, so that first night, that's how we met him. He, yeah. I, I remember I'm unpacking stuff right here. And I <laughs> yeah. think Elijah, didn't you open the door and he was just right there? Or like he was walking uh, no. by? So or... I, what it was is I was standing right out front of the door. And I was just chilling, you know, hanging out, doing some adult activities. And then all of a sudden, Paul comes around the corner and it scares me because I'm thinking that it's like the Fez. I'm like, oh, and then and then he just, but he walks past me, real nonchalant, and I'm like, oh, cool, there, there's our roommate or our sweet mate, and then he doubles back from his door and he's like, 
more or less. Oh, it's almost like he played yeah. into the you forgot Correct. your key, went to the door and all. Yeah, so he went, he, but I don't blame him because he was caught off guard, so his well, brain had to catch up and think about thing, it. Yeah. And then he comes over and I'm like, oh, dude, for sure. And then, um, but I wasn't even aware what was happening. I was inside, the door was slightly closed, and I'm like unpacking, and all of a sudden, there's Elijah and another guy walking in. Yeah. <laughs> It was awesome. And it we was, had met him. And I think I had just said, it's like, I'm going that way. <laughs> <laughs> and going we had just way. met, I can't remember if it was right before or right after, but his roommate thing, he had just tried coming into our room through the bathroom. He was pulling on the door and cussing. Like, I don't know if he was cussing. He was like, what the? Like, he couldn't get in. Oh. And, and so like, I just opened up the door is- randomly and I'm like, so we're let's get it, we're into in Joe here. Then now, huh? yes, yes, I'd love to absolutely. because okay, we met him that night go, and we told to him our we said we were servers and he told us congrats congratulations. I loved it. He congratulated and that's the first time I've been congratulated on being a server and I appreciate the shit out of it. But it was all just such a wild night. It was like we're in the forest. These we don't know these names. gentlemen. Yeah. We don't know nothing. But they're trying to get into our room. We, and I almost Twice. felt like I felt bad that we were in here because I was like, they probably had a nice thing going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bless <laughs> but those hearts. Anyhow, so let's let's just dive into Joe because love you, Joe. Let's hear it. Yeah, he was a good guy to work with. At times. Yeah. At times. <laughs> he would have his moods, but most of the time he just throw the most random crap out there. Mm-hmm. It's like the most what? random. Yeah, well, it is though. Some of the stuff that would come out of his mouth. I'd be standing back there with a fellow line cook, and he'd look at me. He'd go, "He just say that?" <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah, that literally just came out of his mouth. And my brain is just thinking the same thing right now. my favorite moments was um, we used to have a server here named Kathleen and I can just picture Joe's voice saying Kathleen and I just loved it so much he would say so much funny stuff to her like in the most random way yes I loved it 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 was some funny stuff and it was always like that's Joe he's back there doing his thing just so you and Joe. Oh, oh no no you're fine. What were you gonna say? No, he'd be sitting out there with Kathleen when I had been, you know, doing my little rounds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> anyways, he'd be sitting out there with her and all of a sudden it's like, Oh the first time I saw it, it's like, Oh, okay, well, that's cool. He's, yeah. You know. Having a conversation with yeah. somebody yeah. outside of work. Uh, so yeah, that was impressive. But, yeah, that's yeah. great. I know they they hung out a few times. I feel like because he would say some things. But, but so Joe's who you actually came here with. But like I want to. So what brought you to Pisgah? I guess is my question. Like what? Why? How did well, you end up here? Doesn't change. It's still on the same subject. Joe. He uh, apparently applied here two years ago, or tried to apply here two years ago. I was working in Silva. And he was still trying to look for work. And he came up here expecting a job, expected housing. Remember, this is two years ago. Yeah. Yeah. 2020? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. COVID is high. No, no, don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We get canceled. <laughs> Instantly. Cancel before we get started. <laughs> and, uh, but, uh, but, yeah, he tried to get a job up here. That hadn't. No housing available at the time because it was closed down. It was yeah. still semi-open, 
you know, they were kind of doing minor, like what they're doing now. Right. Uh, but, uh, is Silva in North Carolina? Yes, it's in North Carolina. Okay. It's cool. actually only about an hour and a half. Okay. I mean, I've shared hour, hour. You're correct. Um, by the way, it's the voice in my head. It's <laughs> 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 uh, actually hilarious. So we have, we do have a guest sitting in tonight. His name is Gavin. He's going to be on the podcast in a few weeks. You got to meet him as well. But so if there's any random, random off, <laughs> offings there, it, it is not Joe's or Joe. It is not Paul's schizophrenia. It is in fact our good friend. <laughs> <laughs> Which the night's still young. We may still get the other side of it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we may get another voice that comes in. Who knows? <laughs> I'm kidding. Well, this is so. Let's continue on. So Joe. So he came up here expecting a job, yeah, but you know it ago, was what yeah. it was. It wasn't so. really the case. And uh, so he ended up going up to Maggie Valley and worked there for at, uh, a restaurant that Zach actually worked at. Oh, oh really? I, you, I didn't know that. Email. But um, another line cook here at the Biscuit. Yeah, yeah, he'll be on in a few weeks as well. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, the guy that, yeah, been the, my right hand man the whole blasted time I've been up here. But yeah, he worked with him. And, uh, or not work, Zach didn't work with him, but he worked at the same place. And, that's cool. And, uh, yeah, they had some fun stories back and forth about that. So that's where he worked for a while. And, uh, Joe's Pancake House, yeah, Maggie Valley. Uh, it's very popular. It's actually one of the nicer restaurants in nice. Maggie Valley. If you ever go skiing or that's one of the ski areas. Too. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. With, this was summer though they were just building up and uh yeah i was in silva was working at a restaurant there it was pretty fun stayed for from i should backtrack a little bit more on this though i will yeah absolutely, yeah, absolutely. But, uh, the reason for north carolina it was uh but yeah i worked there and then the reason we stopped in North Carolina is because we finished a uh, hiking trail, a uh, 400-mile hike from, from April 20th to June 16th is when we finished that thing, 2020. In less than two months, you, fi- you, you, fight, you hiked yeah. 400 miles? Yeah. That's wild. Mm-hmm. How it? does that... I'm so intrigued by... That concept, when you say you hiked 400 miles, can you get paint a picture of us, like, for us in the audience? Like, how does that, what do you do when you hike? Like, like you're, do you, you just camp? Do you, yeah. you know, just tell us all about it. Tell us everything that you, you know about and it. And, like, eating-wise, my first thought is, like, how did you eat for two months in the woods type deal in my mind? So, I'm like, were you eating viney weenies and some freaking beans? Or are you here roasting some good? raccoons? What are you doing? <laughs> Roasting <laughs> raccoons. Raccoons. <laughs> that should be the name of the title. Paul's out roasting raccoons. Okay, so what you do is you buy a backpack. You know, go go look around for a nice sturdy hiking backpack. Yeah, I don't know. Forty to eighty liters, depending on what you want to carry. 80 liters is a little on the extreme end. Mm-hmm. 40 to 
50 is good. I had a 65, but I lived in a different area. We'll get to that story where this one comes in. Uh, But uh, yeah, we hiked, uh, I got the backpack, had the backpack. Um, Food-wise, food-wise it's fun actually. Food food is interesting. Um, You get these dehydrated meals. You get these dehydrated meals and uh, yeah, you just cook. So like the dehydrated, like like, so for, so Elijah back home, him and his, um, him and his brother and a few friends had a podcast called High 44 and for fun, one segment, he bought some camping food. Is Mm -hmm. that the dehydrated? And like, those were like MREs, you like kind of like, those were the, I don't necessarily think they're probably maybe like a bougie camping thing but like i don't think most camp those are army issued type stuff so i always wondered i mean those were kind when of you say dehydrated dehydrated is it like chicken noodle soup and then you just put some water into it and cook it in your gucci or like what what is a dehydrated meal? i'm so i'm so intrigued <laughs> Anyways, no. uh you get these packs you can buy walmart sells them uh you can oh. uh you go just go to the camping section uh, it's called Mountain House or Packet Gourmet. Yeah. I think I know what you're that talking about. Yeah, I've eggs seen and this. Eggs and bacon yeah. or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all dehydrated, packed up. Yeah. Just throw it in the bag and go camping with that. Resupply every couple of days. How do you resupply when you're when you're hiking? Like, what is it? Are you pointedly doing it so you're on trails that lead into towns yes, or is it actually, just it's kind of strategic yeah okay kind of yeah you you resupply in one town you're like three days you buy a three-day supply of food and within the third day you're coming into that town again to resupply okay nice. sometimes it's a little worse sometimes it can be four, five, six, seven days that you're hiking. So your bag is extremely heavy mm-hmm. with food. So after the seventh day, you haven't showered. You haven't, you know, done anything like that. You walk into town and it's like, oh, yeah, you're one of them. Well, you're going to spend some money. Yeah. <laughs> so it was, yeah. That's um, crazy. So that's, I've never really... For some reason, when I think about people spending time on trails, my brain is instantly thinking about towns in between them, which makes complete sense. But you have hostels and stuff like that, or a hotel, you know? Yeah. Get a hotel room, take a shower. Hostels oh, that's are nice. really cool. I was just about to ask, how do you how do you shower? Is it like a truck stops? Because that's never a bad no, idea. No, no. Well, yeah, true. But no, we usually spend a day or two off trail just to kind of, you know, okay. recover and, you know go to town, get some real town food. That's, that's nice. See, that sounds actually, that sounds <laughs> a lot more up of my treat. alley. It's, it's, it's always a treat when you come in, even, even three days in, you're gonna, you know, you want real food. It's like, yeah. okay, I've been eating this dehydrated crap. A good home cooked. <laughs> it's not really crap though. Most of it is pretty good, but you yeah. just, you know, you look at it when you open it up and it's like, oh. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's zero oh, day. Okay. Yeah, it is a zero day or double zero, depending on how you look at it. If you take. Two. So what does that mean? Zero day. What does that mean? Zero day. You do nothing. No miles. You're not hiking. Oh, any miles. zero mile a day. Zero mile day. But it's called a zero. So day. that's not added into your 400 miles. So it's it totally is, like. It is though. It is. It still is. 
It's just you didn't hike any miles. Yes, that day. yes. Yeah. That makes sense. See, the first time you told us about this, Paul, I was like, oh my gosh, I want to hear so much more about it. But I pointedly have waited till the podcast so we could get you on. Because, like, I want it to be a genuine, like, question. Like, we're really genuinely feeling it. And I'm just mind blown because that's not really what I envisioned, which is great. It, it sounds like so much better. We could, we could maybe do this. I know, thing. right? Because that's. In reality, I know it's still extremely hard, and I know we no, probably couldn't. No, there's no way. Actually, I could never the actually thought, do it. I sleep in a car seems, when I camp one night. It seems a lot more enjoyable and plausible. Yes. Because I know this is so stupid, but when I think about two months, I'm literally like, dude, how could you possibly have that much food on you? You must have had, you must have been eating nothing, but like you resupply throughout the entire trip. Yes, and that's so I don't so know why smart. I didn't think about that. And we just had Nick on a few weeks ago. And he tr- attempted one. There ended up being an issue with yeah, a buddy of his yeah, that had yeah. most of the food. But, yeah. but he and he did do the same thing. And I was wondering, then I was like, is that what Paul does? So, or what Paul did? So where you, he does, they strategically planned it out. So there was going to be like these stops to get more yeah. food and to do yeah. this. And I'm like, that's wild. That's, so how, how long have you been doing that? Was that your first one? Have you done it before no, then? No, no, that's my longest one. Okay. Oh, cool. But yeah, when I first started this was like four five about four years ago now decided one day with a old army buddy or not old army buddy he's not really a, he's he worked he, wow. <laughs> he was in the army but he's also an amateur radio friend Get into oh that. cool okay yes but uh slightly towards you but you're cute sorry. john no you're fine dang it but yeah um we had done a lot of camping back and forth, or back and forth with his birthday and my birthday, which are similar days. And we decided one year, it's like, okay, we've done this car camping stuff for a long time. We're both avid hikers, so him and I decided our next birthday to go to the ADK and hike. One of the tallest mountain, the tallest mountain in New York State for our birthday, which takes, which you can do in one day, but it's so much cooler if you camp out there. Yeah, absolutely. So we decided to make a week of it and hike around the whole perimeter oh, of the, cool. what they call the high peaks in New York State, up in the, up in northern New York, the Adirondack Mountains, Lake Placid, 1980. 1932 Olympics. Oh, wow. Uh, but, anyways, <laughs> but yeah, that area. Uh, so, yeah, we did that. Really got into it. Did a... Him and uh, him and my amateur radio friend, He we did a hike of 40 miles. Then... then was that I like met, multiple nights, 40 miles? Yes, it was yeah. multiple nights. It was, say, like about, it was like four days. We cool. did five and yeah. we were done. Yeah, four days of that. <laughs> That's some, fun. Him and I did some kayak camping as well. Same kayak? S- yeah. You so were you, kayaking and camping along the... Like, along the you uh, go down a river or something? You or? just take your backpack, stuff it in the... Or not really your backpack, just get a bunch of... You know, all your stuff, small, which is in your backpack. Yeah. You know, all the necessities. Necessities. Stuff it in that little hole and yeah, you're 
can do it for probably two days. We did it for two days. That's so yeah, awesome. it was fun. There's a there's a one of my tables here at Pisca came in, and I unfortunately didn't write it down, but he said his family and his younger daughters. They would do this thing, and I swear he's. I almost feel like he said it was Canada, but I that, that doesn't make sense because I I remember thinking that it was plausible for us to do this. So I think it was a random state, but they would go and they would hit some. They would go to this place and they supplied them with like a box more or less or a bag, and the top of the bag was like fresh produce that you would eat on the first day, mm-hmm. second day, yeah. and then there was food throughout the rest of it, and you camp, and it, so it's like they give it and they drop you off the top of the river. And you're gonna float down the river so uh, so many miles, but you're gonna camp along the way, and that's it's just like I'll see you in a couple of days. And so, but his kids would get to go do that by themselves on their own adventure, and I thought that was the coolest thing in the world to prepare you for, freak I don't even know to go out on some crazy adventures mm-hmm. and supply on you know minimalist minimalistic lifestyle. But I thought that would be fun. He was I trying to tell us to do biggest, it. That's my biggest my biggest um like admiration for your lifestyle is you see this whole room yeah, yeah that's, that's my simple. minimalistic it's it's a, it is simple, simple but it's still my minimalistic i need my i need my thingies i need my thingies i need my thingies the thought of going go yeah it does it does and like not even that like okay say there's no decorations we're hiking I need my skincare. I need my vitamins. I need my. That's a lot of stuff. I am. That's why I I was raised on a farm, and she's the person we'd have made fun of. But now here I am. I can't blame her because I feel it. But the thought of going is, we pack a that suitcase right behind you. I know we don't. We pack that for a a one day trip to the hotel down the mountain because he doesn't know what outfit he wants to wear. So I'm bougie. I've seen you walk. Yeah. He's seen the the problems we the very. Are yeah, they moving so, out? That's what everybody else thinks they're walking down with yeah, it. that's what I thought. It's like, um, okay. Wait, no. They said the other night they're, yeah. Yep. But, okay. okay. <laughs> hey, I blame Sierra, all right? But God bless her. Um, I've, heard you, I've heard you through the room a couple of times. It's like, did you grab this? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh, God. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we have, a, we have, a, I blame it on our, our, our anxiety of packing. It's like, I don't know. Let's get it all. And it's, and it's an issue, you know, like, we talk about this with Kevin, which is going to be the season finale, but it's an issue, like, when you, like, you, you don't know how you're going to feel that day. It's like, oh, I feel a little bit bloated or fat, so I'm going to wear this outfit. But then you feel, like, more normal, so it's like, oh, no, I want to wear this cute outfit. So that's our issue. We both have that issue to where we're both, like, we're going to pick outfits for any way we feel <laughs> for one day. You never know. When you never know. You never know. All right, so that's how you started out doing all of it. How did that, how did the rest of that go? Oh, well. The Adirondacks. How do you say that again? The Adirondacks. 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 Okay. Adirondacks. And I also have just one question about the food. It stands in Iroquois in the native language of the the tribes up there. And was that in New York, you said? Yeah. Is that correct? Yeah, okay. That's where you're from. Yeah. Right. But Adirondack means beef eater or bark eater. So, uh, but yeah, it's... uh, Who's wow. doing that? Beavers. And I was like, uh, oh, beavers. Okay, okay. Beavers. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm tripping. Adirondack. So, Interesting. It is, too. Yes, the high Makes school mascot is sense. the beavers. That was Gavin again, by the way. Uh, yeah, that was out. his other personality. That's, my, that's my alter yeah, ego, yes. Don't mind him, guys. He's just, you know. 
is just that voice of reason. Yeah. <laughs> so um, one quick question back to Echo. Whenever you said that you would re-up on um, food and places, would there be like a favorite food that you would look forward to hoping that a place had and then like you'd be disappointed because they only had like stuff you maybe not liked, you know what I mean? Or was it... Pretty well, like versatile. restaurants? No, no, no. Like or, when oh, you're... The, the, the dehydrated. The dehydrated, yeah. Like maybe there was like... You like spaghetti or something, but then it was like you're stuck with oh, beef stew. I don't like stew. spaghetti. Spaghetti sucks. Don't oh, okay. ever get that. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. Don't the spaghetti. <laughs> there you go. You see, you see the spaghetti, just ignore it. Unless you like uh, SpaghettiOs, maybe, but... Yeah. <laughs> Elijah, you look behind you, there's a whole closet full yeah, of spaghetti Guilty as charged. It's not my go-to, but... You might so there you go. That could be your thing. If you're I'm saying. pretty trashy, uh, so I like some trashy stuff. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like the beef stroganoff. Uh, oh, every, good call. Everybody, everybody, every company I would buy, if I saw it on the shelf, the beef stroganoff, because I'd always doctor it somehow. Because nice. I always take some sort of spices with me along. Because they're light. You know, spices yeah. are light. 100%. So, yeah, just take Smart. a little vial of spice with you and, yeah, we'd do that. Okay, cool. Well, that, that's, that's wonderful. That's, about... that's so great for you. If you look over at his nightstand currently, he, there's a bottle of cayenne because well, he puts go. it on everything. So. But it'd be like quarter of that size. Yeah. The little tiny ones little that you're talking about. Like yeah. That's smart. Ah, yeah. I feel like, like, so when did you first hear about this lifestyle? Like, what got you into oh. it? Because, like, you seem like you have it all planned out. You know, to get the foods, you know, to take your spices. Like, what, what got you into that? The army. Oh, okay. Oh, there you go. So you were in the army? Yes. Oh, when was that? <laughs> I didn't. Know, I don't think I knew this at all. I'm so mind blown. I feel like I, yeah, I feel like I have a glimpse, memory, barely memory thinking about that, but I don't remember talking about it much. So uh, what? Probably twenty shots in, than it was. But exactly, it sounds like the <laughs> liquor talking. Five. Probably, probably. But yeah, back in '96, uh, after I graduated high school. Yeah, I'm old. Um, that's awesome. Yeah, I would never think you were that old, by the way. You look great, so there's that. Yeah, yeah. Graduated high school. Went to Germany. Yep. Done that. There's Dang. another thing here, though. Yeah, that, was, that was something. Dude, you're in <laughs> Germany. I'm yeah. German. Nice. What? I am, too, but... Ah. Yes, I know. German-Irish. Oh, boy. German... <laughs> Shut up, Paul. We're like long-lost cousins. I'm German and Irish, too. Gavin too. Go! Y'all are wild. Yeah, yeah. I'll be at Ellis Island before too long. We're actually, I know you know you're from New York. We're gonna go visit New York City while we're in when we get off, and I'll find out if our ancestry lines up. Anyways, and I'll let you know. Nice. But anyways, so yeah, so you went to Germany. Yeah, I went to Germany. Served over there for two and a half years. Did a lot of camping, outback camping. Which I didn't hate. It was kind of cool. I mean, so is that by choice, or is that just what they had all of you guys work, That was with work, yeah. So, yeah, and went to Bosnia. Uh, that was a thing we had to do back in 96 when the whole Yugoslavia thing was going on. Mm-hmm. You can Google it. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah, it was a little war potential nasty, but it never evolved. But yeah, we had to. We were deployed there as peacekeepers, which we were. We no, we had no issues. I never fired a gun there, nice. but uh, had some skirmishes. But other than that, wasn't 
was it was actually kind of nice. Nice. Being on a tour like that, and then came back home and started reevaluating my life and started working in kitchens and went camping more again and. Yeah, pretty much. That's how and this evolved. And that's led you to it. So that's so <laughs> cool. So you originally did it because you were in the army and you had to do it, and you just realized that you know that's something that you were, I mean, whether you, you you were just used to it, and then you enjoyed it, and then it was like something that you just did because you enjoyed it. That's so awesome. Actually, that's a great story, Paul. I love that. Yeah, it was. It was. And the fact that you never had to fire a gun, I'm just like, because I know that can mess people up. So I'm really glad that you yeah. had a good experience while you were over there. And, yeah. Yeah, that Boston, was, yeah, that's freaking wild. That is wild. Never had to, never had to do that, fortunately. But I respect all the other guys after me, you know. Yeah. Have and yeah. Very nice. traumatic and all that. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm very ignorant when it comes to that specific um, incident with, you know, all that going on. I mean, I was born in 95, so... Honestly, 9-11 was the first real big terrorist or anything with war that I even knew anything about. Well, it was still mine, too. I mean, that was the first thing I've ever really seen bad. Okay, yeah. yeah. I mean, you're in the same field. I never saw anything crazy like that. I mean, it's almost up there with, you know, Pearl Harbor and Mm -hmm. a few other things. Hindenburg disaster. Mm -hmm. Crap. Mm-hmm. But dang yeah, wow, that's crazy. And was that? Did you do like the like a four year, uh, service for that? Was that the same concept then, or like, how many years did you have to serve in the military? I served three. Three. I nice. was in. I was in and uh, got out. And yeah, pretty much. I guess here I am. No, no, no. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, so you, you decided. I missed, I missed a few. Uh, you know, <laughs> Indeed, chapters that. along the way. <laughs> the book is closed. <laughs> no, no. But yeah, started working at restaurants and after that, because that's kind of where it all kind of started anyways. I was, went to, uh, when I was in school, high school, we had a vocationary, babosis, we call it. Crippling again. Oh, you're good. To make sure it's straight at your voice. <laughs> so, <laughs> we're all confused. Don't mind us, y'all. We're just re-upping on our um, on our beverages currently. Little bad bebs. Um. So you were saying that you um. That's where it all started. Is what you're saying. That's where it all started, and that's what you said. I don't even know where it started. I can't <laughs> I even say because that's I think it's done. Actually, I don't know. No, well, I you meant, I thought you meant like the uh, your restaurant business. Where it all oh, started. Where, where it all, all started. That start. Where it all started in the restaurant business. I worked at this place called Fridays. Oh, TGI. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. That was Love one of my it. first first restaurant jobs after I got out of the army. And uh, yeah, that was interesting. I. Uh, get in there as a fry cook because I had not had any other restaurant experience other than the culinary arts but the army was after that so it was kind of kind of funny <laughs> um, 
culinary arts and you're a fry cook. Yeah, yeah, I was a fry cook. I got hired as a fry cook. Within within six months of that, not even six months, I think it might have been about three. Anyway, but... Uh, okay for that, appreciate it. <laughs> anyways, but yeah, I was a fry cook there. And, uh, but after three months, I, I was kind of promoted because they had seen what I had been watching on the saute station. So I'm watching how saute is making all their stuff when I'm in a lull, they're busy and I'm sitting there watching them because some people just don't want apps. Right. They're just wanting real food. So I'm sitting there watching, watching, uh, watching that. So, one day, he has to step off the line. Order comes in. It's like, oh, yeah, I didn't know that. Freaking my boss, he comes behind me. He's like, Paul, what are you doing over here? He's like, making this. And he's looking at me making it. He goes, holy crap, you're actually doing that perfect. <laughs> I'm like, yes, sir. I know I am. He's like, Cause I've been <laughs> watching it for the last three months. He's like, okay, well, you mind me? You mind if I put you on a ship next week for this? Because we're actually looking for a position here. Nice. Like, yeah, yeah. Let's just look for another fry cook. He's like, it might be easier. Somebody looking for, you know, something basic. But yeah, so he moves me over there. But I'm still doing fry because, well, he couldn't find anybody else. So I'm alternating back and forth at times. But while I'm on fry, also. I'm seeing what's going on in the broiler station, or the grill, as most people know it as, and uh, watching what he's doing as well. So, when I'm on, so, after I saw that, with that, I'm still, you know, on fry. So, he steps off. He's like, Paul, you got this. He's like, I know I got this. He's like, not my boss, but the guy that was on grill. Um, so he, uh, he steps off and I'm flipping a burger and it's like, again, randomly, the boss comes behind me and goes, Paul, what are you doing on grill? It's like, yeah, I know grill. I'm sorry. I've been paying attention. <laughs> this is like three months in and the place is a brand new restaurant, by the way. We're, we're, we're all, we're all open. So, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, you gotta be a little bit closer. Thank you. I'm sorry, I use my hands. No, you're good. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. Maybe I'm a part of Italian too. I don't know. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's so funny because I use my hands very, all the time. Very, very, And so I didn't even think about Italian. I'm a very <laughs> animated person, as these two know. That's <laughs> true. Uh, so you're on grill and your boss is like, ah. you're yeah, like, yeah, I, I know grill. Yeah, I know grill. It's been three months, but I know it all. And as I'm sitting on grill, I get to watch over at the salad bar station, I, which I don't really pay attention to. So there's the salad bar station sitting there. And on my breaks or on my, you know, slow time, I'm looking over. Like, oh, okay. So that's how that's made. I mean, there were a few items I already knew to how to make over there because a lot of it came from Fry, and I knew the setup mm -hmm. for it. But 
a few other things I wasn't well aware of. So I'd be over there watching. I'm like, oh, okay. That's interesting. All right, I got that. So I'd go run over there and do that. So, yeah. Nice. <laughs> so that's what started you out in the restaurant business was TGI Fridays and, and you moved your way around yeah, the yeah. kitchen real quick. Yeah, yeah. And uh, So your favorite is the grill? It is because I find it a self-punishment. But <laughs> oh, 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 well, you do it well. Your salmon, your chicken, everything that I order from you is always great. So I'm always, I just devoured the salmon earlier, which I know you guys, I don't know if you tag teamed it or how it goes, but it was delicious. So if it was all you, praise the Lord. It was all me, actually. I, yeah. I, made that, I made that thing, yeah. Right. I know you like it more well done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I know I screwed up your chicken because I like juicy chicken. I know it's well done. No, it's I, not you haven't screwed it up. There's always <sighs> been, it's always been, I'm not super picky on chicken, but I do like it more well done. But here's the thing. I Anytime I ordered it from you, like in the beginning, in the end, I always ordered it correct and you always did it well. You Perfect. But it was in the beginning, I would never tell anybody I wanted it well done. And I would just like leave it up to the Lord. And the Lord said, you know what? Well done, chicken. And so you guys did it. You did it perfect. It was still very good. I still enjoyed it. But I'm just picky, Paul. I'm a picky eater. If you can't yeah, tell, I don't, I don't eat half our blue plate. I don't I'm like picky. my, I mean, it, the chicken's still well done, but I, I just don't like it dry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's like, I'm sorry. Oh, poor chicken. You I lost know. all your flavor for our souls. <laughs> I mean, seriously. I feel like that's like half the people looking at me when I order salmon. That's why I don't, like, yeah. Well, well done salmon, I get. Mm-hmm. I really do get that. So, it's not, I'm not, I'm not saying no on that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate it because a lot of people, they're like, well done salmon. And I'm like, I like what I like, okay? I know, I get it. I get it. And I used to do medium, and I just I switched it up. But anyhow, so what, talking now about like us cooking here at Pisca and the food you make us, what is your favorite part about being here? What's my favorite part about being here? Oh. You have a favorite part. All of you. Oh, uh, the, the people, yeah, the, the friends people. you've got to make, yeah. yeah. No, this has been probably one of the craziest places I've ever worked. Really? Yeah. Craziest in aspect, in aspect of... Y'all are literally partying crazy, or like just like you just it's crazy. It's so you've had fun. The experience you have. It's fun. It's been yeah. it's been a ride. It's I mean I've been at other places where, oh the place the Adirondack Mountain Club I worked at last year, up in New York. Again, going back to that. Yeah. <laughs> which I actually got a job there. I mean, the majority of them got along, you know, but not like, there was maybe 50-50 up there where they got along. You had your own little groups, and here, it's not, you don't seem to have your own little groups. You do, but you don't, because everybody seems to be part of that same group, Mm -hmm. but you, you, some of you guys, you know, sit in your own little area but yet you still talk to everybody you know it's like hey what's going on it's like what you doing this and that and everything else it's like yeah well that's awesome i mean you know you have a friend somewhere where you can actually talk to up here for the most part yeah which is different than some of the other places i worked at 
Oh, yeah. that's interesting. That's I kind of envision a lot of places being like this, but it makes sense that they're not, and it's kind of sad that you know we started out here and. And then I'm curious to the next place that we're going to in Big Sky, Montana. That if if there's any similarity, if it's gonna be you know, oh yeah, we met all these people, or it's gonna be like, crying. I can't wait to get back different. to Pisgah because this is <laughs> well, not the same. Well, yeah, I like, worked like, at I worked at Big Sky, so I worked in Big Sky. Oh, cool. oh. I worked at a restaurant there. In Big in, Sky Resort. Not Big Sky Resort, but in downtown Big Sky. Oh. So uh, yeah, there's some really cool restaurants you're gonna have to check out there. Cool. Um, but uh, the one place I worked at there was the Acre, and that was back in 2021 when things were starting to really get reopened up it was finally the first restaurant that you know my stress left and it was an open restaurant too oh god ah oh, so you know they could they could actually hear me but uh, oh the kitchen was open up yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh it's so like open to the guests yes when you said open i was like well, i hope they're open if you're working like there. waffle house like yeah. waffle house Oh, that's wild. Yeah. Could you, so, like, could you, you picture just... me working in a restaurant like that? No, Paul, <laughs> I cannot. <laughs> that's actually hilarious. I made it work. I seriously made it work, though. You're better than me. You have back there. Oh, my Tesla God. I was, I was talking under my breath so bad. And sometimes <laughs> it would be a little loud, and, and the host would come over and be like, they can hear you. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> they shouldn't order what they order then. <laughs> Stick to the normals. Stick but... to the normals. It'd be great. <laughs> so with you working in Big Sky, did you ever do any like skiing or snowboarding? No, or it... no I am not a skier or snowboarder, unfortunately. Yeah. I would love to learn, but at my age, I'm afraid. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't be, but I am. I don't know. Did you like it there, though? How was oh, it, it was, overall? It was awesome. It was awesome. Yeah, it was a very, very good time. And, was there housing uh, involved? No. Okay. No, had to pay for a condo. Yeah, it was kind of pricey, but it is what it is. No. <clears throat> stayed out of the uh, stayed out of the cold and all that. Had washer dryer, kitchen. Nice. Made some fun stuff. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. <sighs> but yeah, it was uh, it was an experience. The chef there didn't want me to go. He really didn't because I was going to the Adirondack Mountain Club to work at that point as a, <laughs> again, that was a fun job. Uh, but <laughs> I mean, it was a fun job. I did, for the majority, got along with everybody there. I mean, I would talk to everybody there individually. Yeah. But yet... Half of them weren't, you know, a collective. Mm. So we'd have parties, but yet they were awkward at times. Yeah. Because a lot of the people there were like, yeah, okay. I mean, they all seem to get along with me, but it's New York. I mean, yeah. like, uh, they're an interesting species. <laughs> I'm gonna see. We're you about know. to experience them for our first time. So oh, we're excited. I'm excited. I'm sorry. I've never Hello. been to New York City though, so oh, you haven't. I have not, and I refuse to go there. I just 
Interesting. Being no, from New York and never no going. No interest in New York City. And it's wild because Taylor, as you know, is from New Jersey. I know. And she said she's been in New York City a few times, but she has a, it smells bad. It's busy. It's popular. It's just not. <laughs> well, the only thing that I've actually done in New York City is flew into LaGuardia Airport and go to Germany. So, Dang. So you flew from Germany from there. Is there, like, growing up, did you grow up in New York, or was that just in the later part of your potential life? Because, like, if you're raised in New York and never, ever going to New York. Did I lock the door? Oh, no, she's over there struggling on her own accord. Oh. I don't know what. <laughs> but anyhow, so being raised from New York and just never going to New York City, how far, like, how far away is, would that have been from where you lived? New York City. Like, just a couple hours, or? It is four and a half hours away. So that's pretty big. For some reason, I picture New York. I know it's a decent state, but I'm like, it's not that big. It's probably not going to be, but pretty. it's pretty up there. It's that's crazy, because I mean, like, growing up, living in Oklahoma, it's like Oklahoma City. It's like, you have to go there. You don't really get a choice. But I guess New York, it's a big state, so you, you know, well, you don't necessarily have to go to the biggest city there to go do your shopping like I basically had to do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to go but to see, any mall or anything. New York is shaped, though. Anybody can Google this. Look how New York State is shaped. You've got, you know, it looks like this. New York is in this bottom corner, okay? New York, nobody can see what I'm doing right now, but that's yeah. fine. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, New York is in this bottom corner. I am way up here. Okay. Way up. So why? It's not, cent it's not a centralized city. Yeah. So it's on the coast, on the bottom of the state. Syracuse, on the other hand, where I'm relatively from, is in the center part of the state and it is only the fourth largest city in New York. So, yeah. Okay, I'm 99% positive that Syracuse, I can't pronounce it. Don't Syracuse. Me. Syracuse. Is that like right on the... Holy shizzling, this is on guard. These daggum sprites, so every time we come to the mountain. No, it's... A, we're, um, we're down to towels and just packed them all Syracuse, up. Syracuse, whatever, however you pronounce it. Is that like Thank on the brother. border of New Jersey and um, New York? No, it's in the way north. It's, okay, well then that's a different town that I'm making. Uh, Taylor had told me about a, um, a town that's like, and maybe it wasn't New Jersey. Maybe her point was it was in New York and that it's just, um, you guys are so fine. Thank you. And that um, she said it's the last stop or something on some kind of like metro or train or... That's probably what it is, yeah. Okay. Oh, no, 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 no. no, no. Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you. But, yeah, no, she, she had told me that until we were looking at Airbnbs there because, like I said, we're going. And I didn't find any, unfortunately. But, um, anyhow, that town just really popped out to me when you said that because of her saying that recently. Hmm. Sorry, it's freaking Sprite. Every time the Sprite, there's, we come up here with all kinds of pop paw. And the only one that's ever bubbled up after coming up the mountain is Sprite Zero. Oh, yeah. It's super carbonated anyway. It's 
seems to have more bubbles than mm -hmm. any other. Yeah, for anybody out there listening, I just meant to go open a Sprite because I'm a little bit parched and uh, it just went everywhere. So, so sorry for that. Slight intermission. <laughs> Anyhow, <laughs> okay, so you were talking about where you're from or the area you're from. I can't see that Dagum Town's name. I'm not even going to try. Syracuse? I tried. Syracuse. Syracuse, okay. Syracuse. Town somewhere in Africa. It's named after. But oh, anyways, really? Anyways. Uh, yeah, it's up north. Place called the Tug Hill Plateau. Watertown. Yeah. Get tons of snow. Tons of snow. <laughs> really? Yeah. Lake effect. Lake Ontario. The Great oh. Lakes. Oh, man. So, yeah. Oh, nice. I mean, it's so wild to me. Paul from New York has never been to New York City. That's who the title of the podcast. I'm like, that's wild to me. But I'm like, I guess I get it. Like I said, Taylor, she's like overrated, won't go. And she lived right by there a few hours from there, yeah. being in New Jersey where she was from. And so it's wild that like when you're from the area, it's so unappealing to you to go. Mm. But like us, Oklahomans, we're over here like, no. I don't, I, I mean, I'm not against it. I mean, yeah, do it. It's going to be fun. I know you're going to like it. Yeah. I mean, you're going to see all the stuff you see, you know? Right. And I, it's, it's like, I've always, I put it off because I'm like, eh. Like, my birthday's New Year's Eve, so I've always thought, what if I go to New York oh, my, and watch the ball that drop? That is probably one of the only times I would actually go to New York City. Even with yeah. all the people? Yes. See. Just because. And the fact that it's my birthday, I'm always like, that's pretty whatever. But you know what? It's my birthday. That could be a one good reason. And one of my good friends from Missouri, his name's Michael, shouts out. I hope one day you'll listen. His birthday is January 1st. I'm December 31st. We always wanted to go together is my point. Go celebrate. Watch the ball drop. It's my birthday. The ball drops. Now it's his birthday. That's a good reason to go. But we never did it. And now I'm about to go. That's right. Haven't done it yet. Life, knock on wood. Life's still short. Life's, or not, life, life's long. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. Life's short. I'm about life's to die. <laughs> well, I've been told I'm never going to die, so there you go. You may be a vampire. All right, Edward. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's awesome. Well, so let's think of, talk a little bit about Pisca, just to talk about the current place that we're at. So has there been... This is, and oh. to clarify, this is your first season here, yes? Yes. Yes, okay. So, being the first season here, has it been, did it meet your expectations? Was it under, or did it blow them out of the water? Because we were coming here with some Be pretty, honest, be brutally honest. Pisca, you got to deal with us. We let, Kevin well, let us know how he felt, you know, and he wasn't very pleased with this place due to his own reasonings, but he has a different job than we do, so. Yeah. But he was honestly, honest about it. Honestly, it pretty much blew my expectations out of the water. Nice. Well, well, number one is just because the housing, the job. Yes, yes, it's interesting, but the people I work with on the line are freaking amazing people. Yeah. Like my self that's sitting next to me over here. 
<laughs> crunching up. Taki Levin self. Y- yep. yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's his other personality creeping in. I don't yeah, my other personality is coming in. But anyway, so yeah. But all these, all these guys I work with on the line are just up here are absolutely amazing. They seem like they make the work fun. They like to have yeah. a good time. Yeah, yeah. I see the day crew doesn't really, you know, make things interesting. I, they don't. They, I, 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 Howie. I, Let's go with Howie right now. Yeah. You've already had him, so. Yeah. Yeah. Character. Very, character. Yes. He's Very good character. As much as we love the day crew, we can all sit here and without saying it out loud, think the one word in our mind that makes them not be as fun and rowdy as you guys are. Yeah, there's a little bit of an older gentleman there. We no, don't we don't. I said one word in our mind. That's all that needs yeah, to be Yeah, but said. the point is, is that when, but my only thought is, is that when there's an elderly man mixed with some younger people and the elderly man's not superly like fun, then it's just, you're kind of, it's a different work environment. So y'all are, I think y'all are lucky and like, you know, you, you night crew is just a good crew. That's all I'm gonna say. But I'm an elderly. I'm an elderly man. So. But you hold. But you. you, you I don't like look at you fun. like elderly. But like even though I guess fun. I need to give you the respect of saying that. But I feel like you know you're still just a your good old boy wrong with the rest of them. Yeah. But like there's some people that are a little bit elder, elderly and they you know maybe act a little bit grumpy towards certain things. And then it makes I it easier. I'm a very grumpy person on the line. You guys know that. <laughs> it's never at you. Right. I know, and you've that's never the once said, here's the thing, I can literally, I wish I could reenact it perfectly, but like, you've never once said anything, but it's like, sorry, Paul, I need this. And you're like, oh, it's okay. And you go <laughs> and you do it, but then you get, you, you, you react. <laughs> and it's like, I love that. It's though, human. Because, like, it's your human side. It's all, yeah. you know, I love and it. And I'm the same way, because like, I'll be yeah, like, like tonight, like tonight. He's like, oh, I still, I was like, I, we, we saw, what we saw was no mushroom. Yeah. And it's like, okay, well, no mushrooms. Okay, fine. We didn't see on the sidebar. It didn't come through. Well, and it's because, it, yeah, and that's just the way, and honestly, yeah, that's the, not your that's answer, a, that's Paul. That's system. not our fault. That's, mm-hmm. the that's them not wanting to update the system since 1899. I don't know what Literally, they're doing. They keep you us. are making bank. You, are, you live in a gorgeous part of the world. You guys can have the systems updated. Yeah. It's not going to kill you. It's not going to. No do anything uh, negative to you we have the oldest for anybody out there listening if you're curious about being a cook or a server or anything here at the Fisk Inn revolving the kitchen just know the systems are older than my mother probably they are yeah. old yeah. they literally which my mom's young so I don't mean that she's like 40 but but, <laughs> but they, they haven't changed they're older than my grandmother years, I, I feel like that's what they said it was like 22 years or something didn't they no yeah he told me it was like 19 something that's what Ben told me 1990, it was 1990 something. Right. I believe it because yeah. it looks like the same kind of setup. Yeah, it's older than us. It's literally what I'm saying. It's it's, it's, it's old. And it's it's just. It's there's older, so much it's stuff not older that. Older than me though. Yeah, <laughs> 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 I love you, Paul. So, but anyways. Is that a knock? Oh. All right, y'all. Just don't mind this slight intermission. Oh, so, Donjay? Oh, oh, shit. Let's say a quick pause, hit pause It's our uh, guest from last week just stopping in for a quick hi. <laughs> <high. laughs> I'll take them. Doing good. Hug your All right, brother. You too, brother. Bye. Anyone yeah, that and so the to systems the are just so old, and they're like, um, 
there's so many like so for example you can do add like repeat and entree and it won't do the same for the sides but it won't let you edit that so you just assume that when you have two uh, two salmons with one veggie you just have to assume they're both veggie but there's certain cooks who just like hey, one veggie I'm like, that's the system bud you've been here 15 years i've been here five months you should know it's the system it's been the same yeah. system the last 30 years and being years. a server and being like no i just look at it as being an add-on veg like, yes oh, yeah whatever that's not my problem yeah it's it, there's plenty of little things that when you're used to a normal like aloha pos machine and then you go to this, it's like, wait, what the heck? How are yeah. y'all dealing with this? Yeah, yeah. Now we've made it through the whole season, and it's like, okay. And the biggest issue right, is really, but... it's not so much like what we're entering to the kitchen or the pantry. It's more of when it comes to checking out. If we accidentally do something, cashing somebody out, there's almost nothing they can do to fix it because the system is so crappy. Whereas back home, you could check out a guest, and they want to come back an hour later. Like, actually, I want two more Bud Lights. Okay, we'll just add it onto your ticket. Just we adjust it. Done. Check. Easy. Yeah. It's so easy. Yeah. Yeah. Or, oh, I rang this card wrong on this. It's a split ticket, five people. You rang the card here. It needs to go on ticket five. You literally just click the little card, and you move it over to where you need it. And it's that simple. Here, you're basically screwed. Yeah, and all the managers yeah. look at each other no, like, sometimes, I don't know. Sometimes we have to look at the tickets. It's like... And I look at the ticket too. It's like uh, Zach will come up to me and he'll be like, "Paul, what does that say?" I'm like, um, yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> no, and for the pantry's sake, for example, one thing that really drives me crazy is when you ring an ice cream. It's two scoops. If you ring it just like an all, like they just want ice cream. It's two scoops. So it makes you choose each flavor of the scoop so you do chocolate and chocolate but then the way it rings in that second chocolate is with asterisks and they add chocolate syrup to two scoops of chocolate because and that's just like it's all just computer problems and not being trained properly and understanding how things get ring in to be honest but marcia's been there for six years and she's done it to every single ice cream ring in bless her heart love her it's just the way it rings in it looks weird because if you ring in a cheesecake with chocolate, it's chocolate with asterisks, like it does the second scoop of ice cream. Yeah. So it makes sense that that's what you would think it is, but anyhow, enough about Fisca's system. If you haven't listened enough, Bruce, update it. <laughs> anyhow, but from story. there, <laughs> what would you say was your least favorite part about Fisca? No shame given. Bruce, if you're listening, stop now. Fix the computers and just leave the podcast. <laughs> no, I don't know if there is anything I really hate about this place. You don't have to hate it. Just like, what would you say is your least favorite? Least favorite. If you I could change know, anything, I don't even know if there's a least favorite. That's good. We don't look at positivity. Po- positivity. Yeah. That's why I'm positivity. saying hate. I don't think there's a, hate's a strong word. So, yeah. True. Um, no, least favorite. No, I don't. Bruce, please let me back know. next year. I don't hate nothing. <laughs> I really don't. I, yeah. I can, I can. I'm, well, that's wonderful. I love that. You're gotta... literally, maybe that'll be the name of the podcast. Positivity Paul. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. a wonderful outlook on life in Pisgah. I may be grumpy. I may be <laughs> venty. But... I don't think you're grumpy. I joke. I joked earlier when I said that about that. Because, like, you do make your faces, but most of us are cussing. When, when we're doing that, so... Yeah, if there's any faith, it's going to be the last fucking table of the night 
when when if it's like a of course a coriander chicken yeah or of a course it's a coriander chicken <laughs> of course it's something that you make me have to freaking do mm-hmm. and so it's like dude yeah I know I think that's the same us thing. anytime we it's eight thirty and it's like there's one table left and then one of us gets sat and that's the faces we're making yep we just tell them it's not on the line to see it <laughs> but so we are coming to wrapping up the podcast however there's one question we like to ask every guest before we end. And it is, have you had any supernatural, paranormal, crazy type of experiences? Not just here at Pisgah. Just in, in your life in general that just really, like, stuck with you or that you just, like, Something like that made you about. think, huh, maybe there's something out there that's not just us. Or, you know, even if there's not, that's totally cool as well. Yeah, but no. there's, there's always this feel like there's some weird things that a lot of people, my brother and I always used to say, a lot of people experience weird, crazy stuff. They just don't really get asked or you don't get the opportunity to hear about it. So I've always, ever since that, I've been so curious to hear everyone's personal stories. Because me and weird. Sierra, we have our own little things here and there, so I'm just curious. Weird, creepy story, huh? Weird, yeah. paranormal, creepy story. Has to be real. <sighs> Can't make it up right now. It's very real. He's going to hear this for the first time. He's nice. only the, he's... And uh, let's see here. How excited. I was, I was 12 years old. And uh, my great-grandmother had just passed away. I was riding bike around the house. And uh, on my third pass. I remember this very clearly because it just still sort of freaks me out. She was standing in the corner of the garage. Her figure was there. And I kind of looked, I looked at the garage. I saw her body there. She's standing there in her true self. I'm like, and I'm buzzing around the freaking house. I'm like, I look back and I look back at my brother, my twin brother, by the way, I'm a twin. So, sorry, I didn't bring that up. <laughs> um, but yeah. That's awesome. I was just going to yeah. say that. And he gave me the same look. He's like, Give me the look, like, did you just see what I saw? And like, just kind of, you know, mentally. We're not identical, but it's, it's. Fraternal? Uh, yeah. Um, but uh, he looks back at me and he's like, did you see that? I think I saw that. So we get off the bike, get in the house. The phone rings instantly as we walk in the door. I mean, mind you, you were 12 years old. You know, this is the 80s, 1987, okay? Wow. June of 1987. Uh, so, yeah. No no wireless crap, nothing. Yeah. We had an Atari 2600. Wow. <laughs> okay, so. Uh, yeah. But yeah, the phone rings. Just kind of, you know, making a... Mom's on the line. 
dad answers the phone. I can hear it through the receiver. She passed away about 15 minutes ago. I'm like, 15 minutes ago. Pat and I are both looking at each other. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Dang. Grandma said goodbye. Great Grandma Hewitt said goodbye. Wow. Hewitt, huh? Mm-hmm. Yep. That is crazy. So literally, it's, it's like... And I'm getting goosebumps right now because it's like... So it happened... And then she's there. Yeah. That is yeah. so she crazy. And you, and the fact that because, you both saw because it. Because you want to know what's funny? Is, is like two weeks before we were going on a camping trip with Dad. Dad was taking us up to the cabin on the Tug Hill Plateau. And uh, he, uh, he was like, okay, I'm going to get some stuff. And then Grandma Hop, Grandma Hewitt lived upstairs above us in, at the time. She lived up there on the, uh, we had an apartment that Dad actually built for her. I mean, it was a beautiful apartment. I mean, she had a kitchen, bathroom, everything, stove. So he pretty much made this for her. It was absolutely gorgeous. Wow. Um, so he wanted her to be happy. But she was good to every, all, all of us. So when we, when Pat and I would go upstairs to visit her, um, she was that that on our thirteenth birthday, is the year she died. She was like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna get you socks and some good clothes, some wool socks, some good clothes, and you know, go on a nice camping trip with your father and all this stuff." Yeah. The guy, uh, she was amazing. Loved her. My mother despised her, but yet it was her, well, not really despised her, because, well, mom, it was my mom's great-grandmother, my great-great-grandmother, my great-great-mother, grandmother. I can't talk right now. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, no, it was... She was going to buy us socks, and we were going to go on a camping trip, and then she passed away. And that's when that happened. Oh, man. She was like, yeah, she was something else. Well, I'm so sorry that, you know, you had that loss, but how the fact that I felt that's such a deep connection to be able to see somebody as they're passing away or right before, right after, and they're... They, they love you and they care about you and they want to make sure that they're there to like show you like, hey, mm-hmm. I love and care about you. And that's what she was doing. I feel like she was making sure. Yeah. Was- it's also crazy to think about like, I don't know if like if that's stuff that happens after you may pass away. It's crazy to think about what I wonder where all she may have gone during <laughs> that step of her life before she went on to the next, you know what I mean? If she was like, she wouldn't traveled around a bit or if it was more like she, you know, I got, I get one more stop. I got to go swing by the old family house, say goodbye to Paul and the brother. And it's a crazy thought, man. It, it really is, is. It, it really is. is. I agree. That's cool it's though. Funny. I like that. I, I love that good, story. I love yeah, that. That's, 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 that was really it's like cool. other Paul's, other Paul's was a great one. Those are yeah. some good, great stories. Well, but yeah. well that was phenomenal. I mean, that's this whole podcast has been phenomenal so i'm so glad we got to have you on finally dad gum you were the first ones we wanted on and 
literally one of the first. It's been super, super hard to get night crew on because they just have our schedule all over the daggum place. And so we'll work a night and then a morning and then a night and then a morning. And it's been horrible. So I'm so glad we got to get you on before. We'll still get other night crew on, like Gavin and... Um, the, the, the guest star Zach, I was about to say Kyle. But Zach is kind of like a Kyle, huh? What? No, I don't know. If that, I feel like it's an insult. You think I'll put like, that on him. No, not an insult. I'm just like, I don't know. I don't know much about South Park. But what do you think of Kyle South Park? Oh, I didn't think he was. I thought he was oh, talking about like Kyle. I was just in general, monsters. but then I'm just envisioning <clears throat> Kyle on South Park, but I'm like, I didn't watch much of it. Yeah, well, so. He kind of talks. Yes, right? Like they killed Kenny again. They killed Kenny again. Yes. Okay, so anyhow, point is, Gavin, Kyle... Um, Justin, Mark, we have so many back of house people that'll be on. Be a good one. Amanda, we have so many back of house people still have on in the next coming weeks. It may just take a bit longer to get them out there. We definitely but slow the point played is it at the beginning, and then we saw the importance at the end of it of the season. To where like we're gonna do better in Big Sky, had... but we're gonna we want to do better with the people here already for sure. Mm-hmm. But it's it, at first it just started out kind of just whatever, but then at the end it's like oh this is fun. We're getting our groove. We're enjoying this. And now we're like, well, crap. I'm failing at life. I'm supposed to be the, the, the producer, the editor, the, the co-host. And I'm over here like, I forgot to post an episode this morning. So y'all bear with me, okay? I'm learning. We're new. We're new. God bless. But, but anyhow, thank you, Paul, so is, much for being here. This yes, has been incredible. It has been such a blast. Thank you, Gavin, for sitting in. Thank and getting to get a little bit of a taste of what member. your episode's going to be we like. For, he's taking this <laughs> This is like our first live audience. Oh, and I, love it. I was so nervous coming over here, too, by the way. I didn't, oh, I didn't, I didn't thank know. you for I doing didn't. it, dude. Oh, you did so great. It was such a pleasure to have you on. You did so well. You really did. We really enjoy your story. 100%. So. That was phenomenal. I thought it was great. And I mean... There was parts of it that I feel like I I, I heard like wait I forgot about this this is phenomenal mm-hmm. I forgot how good this was about to be mm-hmm. so that was great and when we do Gavin's which will most likely be a resume or whatever we do it you'll have to be sitting in the pod in the in the background too so you can tell him some things totally fair <laughs> well, unfortunately we're not doing any tomorrow night because we were at breakfast the next day yeah that's what I we said that's what we said night. that's the hard thing about dinner crew is it's literally. These, we got lucky with these few dinners, but it's literally dinner and then breakfast or the last few weeks. Love you, Tiff. What the fuck? Me and Elijah have been breakfast, lunch, dinner, dinner, breakfast. I was like, why can't we just be yeah. on the same shift? Because we can't get anybody in. We're doing opposite shifts. And That's so anyhow, we were breakfast the next day, so... We'll definitely make it happen. But like we're I said, that's what I Zach's said. happen too, because Zach's will be yes, really good Gavin well. and Zach are going to be literally oh, yeah. the first these, two we do. Yeah, we hit, yeah we, those two... I know it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. That's why I'm like. I've already heard some Gavin's story, and it's in. Oh, you've heard all of Gavin's story. I'm excited to hear it. No, (laughs) we scratched like the surface. All right. Well, this has been phenomenal. Thank you so much, Paul. And then we'll do our little outro. We'll cut it. Thank y'all so much for listening. Tune in next week for a brand new episode.